You are listening to the Cheetah Culture USA show, the only news and podcast in English about AS Cheetadella. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Cheetah Culture USA show, episode number 109, coming to you on Tuesday, January 9th. Happy New Year to all as we enter the new year, 2024 of Cheetadella season. Got a big game coming up this weekend at the Tombolato. Feels like we just played each other, but we're playing each other in the Ritorno match, the first match of 2024 against Palermo this upcoming week at the Stadio Pier Cesare Tombolato. And to help me with this uh, game preview, we have a very special guest. We had him on in November before the first match against Palermo in uh, November, where Cittadella won 1 0. Please welcome back Andrea from Palermo Supporters UK. Andrea, how are you doing? Hey, yeah, not too bad. How about you? Been okay, you know, it's uh, surviving with this Cittadella no games for about uh, three, three weeks or so. It's been yeah. kind of a while since we've had that, but, um, you know, just looking forward to the game. Yeah, I mean, it has been, it has been a long break. Um, yeah, I think we played our last game on the same day. I think it was Boxing Day. Um, so yeah, always miss football when it's gone. But uh, yeah, should be should be back on until I think the end of March is the next international break. So yeah, we've got a lot of games ahead. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm uh, really looking forward to. And uh, but yeah, so you know, it's it's been uh, you guys last game in Boxing Day won against Cremonese. Crazy game. It it looked like, you know, heading for another loss. Um, but Stulak, once again, in the final minutes, got the win. How how is how has the thing changed? Because, you know, we've seen, um, you know, prior, the first podcast that we did was, you know, Palermo was kind of struggling a little bit. There was some doubts about Corini staying. Uh, just how, how has the mood changed or, you know, how is kind of... The mood in Palermo changed with Corini and, you know, the squad players. How's like the winter market going? Just how's the update on the squad going? Yeah, I mean, the uh, with the transfer market here, uh, it definitely helps to because there are still a few players who are consider, you know, not the quality of player to bring us to Serie A. They were definitely good enough when we were in the Serie C to bring us up um, and, you know, good enough to keep us competitive in Serie B. But I feel like you know, the, uh, there are a couple of players uh, who I feel like should move on at this stage. Uh, and there are a few who we are trying to sell. I've mentioned in previous tweets just about uh, activity on the transfer market. There are, you know, a lot of names that we're looking at at the moment. Um, but yeah, we we do, yeah, I, th I think just the situation with Corini, it's a bit more positive now since our last, I'd say our last four games. We haven't won all of them. We've won two and lost two, but they were they were all against really tough teams, really. Um mm -hmm. I mean, there was there was the game against Cremonese where you know it looked like we were going to lose, um, but there there was a game against uh, I think it was four games ago against Parma, you know, best team in the league, uh, and you know by the eighty seventh minute we were three one up, um, but yeah, it, it shows the main issue we have at the moment is our defense. Um, yeah. Around the time we spoke, our defensive record was one of the best in the league. Now it's pretty average in Serie B. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there are several teams doing a better job than us at the back, and we. I mean, last season, I, I mentioned this last time I was on, uh, but last season we threw more points away than any other team. Um, and we started going sort of back into that where we would score the first goals, 
um, and then just throw it away later in the game. So like I said, against Palmer, we were 3-1 up in the 87th minute, and then by the end of the game, it was 3-3. Yeah, I remember uh, that, that. That repeated. That repeated over the next few weeks. Um, and look, we've we've conceded, you know, how many goals? Two or three goals in all of our last four games. So they've been entertaining matches to say the least. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's just our back line not being strong enough, which uh, yeah, it really brings the confidence of the team down because when we go one or even two goals up, we can still throw the game away. But luckily, at the moment, our forwards are performing really well. Um, we. At, at last time we spoke, we were at a, a position where only our defenders and midfielders were scoring. Uh, and, you know, when we played, we didn't score a single goal. I don't think we even had a shot on target in that game. Um, so, yeah, the attackers were really underperforming. But now, I mean, you know, our captain, Brunori up front, both of our main wingers, sort of Di Francesco and Insigne, they've been brilliant lately. They re we're really starting to find our form at the front. So the defence isn't perfect, but the forwards are performing. And you can't argue with, you know, scoring three goals a game. Uh, we can definitely beat anyone in the league. We just need to keep it tight at the back a bit more. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. You know, Carini, it, it looks like, has, you know, kind of earned the respect back of Palermo fans. You know, I was just looking at Palermo's recent performances. You know, three goals that were, were scored in the last four games for yeah. Palermo. That's uh, that, That's 12 goals in the last four matches but you know like you just said the problem has been the defense you know two goals conceded against Cremonese one or three goals against Como two goals against Pisa three goals against Parma and then even if you want to take that further two goals conceded against Catanzaro so yeah do, do you think there's going to be some reinforcements this winter when it comes to the defense part of things I know they've got the uh there's an American player uh Lund on the on the Palermo left back. So do you think there's going to be any, you know, reinforcements come in the next few weeks or so for the defense? Yeah, we are. We are definitely, definitely looking at uh, a few right backs and a few center backs, because at the moment, our best right back, uh, Mateu, uh, Czech international defender. Um, he, he's been, he's been pretty good. Recently he's been injured and his contract is expiring in the summer. So we are looking at other options to replace him. Um, so yeah, definitely looking for a new right back. A new centre back would be good as well because we did sign two uh, Italian Italian centre backs in the summer: uh, Lucioni from Frosinone, who got promoted, and uh, Cecaroni from Venezia. Yeah, um, yeah, who's played in the Serie A. So I mean, they together they were both brilliant at the start of the season. That's why we had such a good defensive record when we last spoke. Yeah. Um, then Cecaroni got injured, um, unfortunately, during a game. And then he had to be subbed off. Didn't see him come back until uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, mm -hmm. Towards the end of December, he came back. Uh, but then Lucioni was injured, who I consider to be our best defender. Definitely most experienced as well. Uh, I mean, he's been promoted from the Serie B three times now in the last few years. Wow. Um, yeah, but he's he's been out recently. Uh, hoping that everyone will be back by Sunday because just our full back line, uh, you know, our best back line, including Lund, who's been a very good signing so far. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm confident that we can defend well when we have our, you know, full back line available. Um, it's just, you know, recently we've been a bit spotty with injuries and, you know, not not too consistent with the sort of back line that we've been chosen. We've, we've had to use a young centre-back uh, called Simon Graves uh, from uh, Denmark, I believe. Uh, and he's been playing at right-back where he's, he's quite a big, you know, 6'4", 6'5", centre-back. And we've had to play him at right-back. 
Uh, and he has done fairly well. It's just, you know, we do need reinforcement in that position. Uh, and we have been looking at a few other centre-backs as well, just to give us those options in case, you know, we need a bit more depth because of injuries and things like that. Yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense, um, you know, with the injuries coming along. You know, this, as we start 2024 and, you know, the Gironi di Ritorno in, in Serie B, we are currently 19 games in, 19 games to go. This is just going to be completely, I feel like, I, I here, I don't think it's going to be, uh, you know, too different. I mean, you're going to see, you know, the likes of Parma, I think, you know, Palermo will probably continue to run that form. But, you know, it's also, I think it's it's almost like a new season, you know. I mean, you see that teams from the bottom may, you know, resurge again. I mean, you saw that with Venezia last year. Same thing, uh, vice versa. Teams from the top could, uh, you know, descend down the table. So I, I think Palermo will be okay. But, you know, for Cittadella, I think, um, you know, it's uh, something to be aware of because, you know, we are, I think, pushing above our limit. Um, it, so I think that'll be something to keep in mind. And, you know, that's why the first game this Saturday is very important for both sides just to get off to the good run. I mean, Cittadella, eight games unbeaten in uh, yeah. stretching all the way back to November, sure. even before the last time we met. So um, it, it'll be a really interesting, interesting game. Yeah, I mean, you've definitely been doing very well. I have seen, I mean, you haven't lost a game since, you know, before we played last. Yeah. Um, you know, so it can't be said for us. We have lost a few and, you know, thrown away some valuable points that we really should have won. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's taken you to, I mean, I think you're one point above us at the moment in the table, uh, yeah. which is crazy. I mean, last time you were, you guys were mid-table. Um, so yeah, that, you know, that run of form for a couple of months, it can make a big difference in a competitive league like this. Um, and yeah, as, at the moment, we are both, you know, at the higher end of the playoff positions, looking to sort of close down on those automatic promotion spots. I mean, we're only three points away. You guys are two points away from Venezia, who are second. So, I mean, it's, it is all to play for at the moment. It's halfway through the season. If we can carry on what we've been doing in the last few weeks, and obviously if you guys can carry on what you've been doing in the last few months, then, you know, we'll be looking at, you know, automatic promotion or even a high playoff position at the end of the season. Yeah, I mean, this could... Uh... I don't want to speak too soon, but this could potentially be a, a little mini playoff preview, uh, if you want to call it that. Although there's still lots of lots of football to be played in this season. I mean, Cittadella, I think we were honestly expecting this season. You know, we just wanted to survive first, considering what happened last season. But now, you know, 33 points from 19 games, it'll take a really huge collapse to you know fall into that relegation uh picture so i think you know now you're you're starting to see you know talks of playoffs you know thinking about uh you know keeping this run of form currently eight points above uh the last playoff place brescia with nine ninth place the last team on the outside looking in so yeah it, it's still a wide open league i feel you know Venezia in second place with 35 points como has really surprised me um, you know, I, I thought they were going to be strong this year, but I didn't expect them to be this this good. So it's going to be interesting to see how they do. I I still think Cremonese is probably one of the strongest, and I think they're going to really push for Venezia because you know I really like their squad. Um, you know they they just signed uh, from Ternana uh, Faletti, who's a really good player. For so I I think they're just 
they should be, um, you know, contending for that second place. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, they've been doing very well. Um, it's it's tough to say because, I mean, you know, earlier in the season, we were higher in the table than them. Uh, and, I mean, that could change since we are only three points apart. Um, you know, it could change again. We could go higher than them. Uh, it, it just depends on form, really, and how everyone's how everyone's playing over the next few weeks. I think it's going to be very decisive. Um, so we'll see around around March, the international break. I think we are going to see a lot of changes at the table. Uh, yeah. I don't expect Como to, to stay where they are for a team of their size. Um, I know they've brought Fabregas in um, as a sort of manager now when he was playing for them last season. Uh, I think that was always the intention. And he has done a very good job. I just, I'm not sure that they'll be able to maintain this. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they'll finish automatic promotion and surprise everyone. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it depends really. It depends on, you know, players getting injured, things like that. You know, you get point deductions in this league a lot. There's just so many factors. It's really hard to say who's going to be where, you know, towards the end of the season. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. And, you know, you still got, you know, 10th place Sampdoria, 11th place Bardi. You know, you expect them to, you know, climb and probably get some more points. So I wouldn't count them out yet. But I, you said a little bit earlier that, you know, last season you were the team that, you know, dropped the most points from winning positions, if I, if I remember correctly, or yeah. you know, something along the lines of that. I actually made a, a, a chart for this season of winning positions and losing positions you could also see it on transfer market there's a you know a little portal you could go to but this was you know i i calculated how many times the teams were in the lead and how many points they dropped from losing positions and you know Cittadella has done very well only four points dropped from winning positions on 11 times that has happened nine wins only two draws from that so the second best in the league, that is Cittadella with four points. Palermo, let's see, uh, only, you know, this surprise, I don't know if this surprises you, but it looks like only six points lost from uh, from losing positions in 12 games. So that's nine, nine wins, three draws, and zero losses. So, you know, do, do you see that improving this year? Do you feel like more comfortable when you're in the lead in winning positions? I mean, it definitely has improved overall. It's just we've been struggling recently. Um, definitely in our last few games. I mean, there are you know, the the two draws that we have recently, they definitely could have been wins. Uh, we drew yeah. to Palmer, like I said, three one up in the eighty seventh minute. We also drew to uh, Como, where we gave away a penalty in the last minute. One of our centre backs, who was there filling in for you know someone who was injured, actually punched a Como player uh, in the oh. box. Uh, yeah, while defending, I think it was a free kick coming in. Wow. Um, so yeah, that was you know both both draws were very avoidable. That should be four points for us, and we should be sec in second place. Is the way I see it at the moment. Uh, those you know those two incidents being avoided, we would be in second place at the moment, pushing you know uh, and, you know Palmer would have less points as well. So we we you know we'd either be second or first. I'm not sure exactly of the maths, but. Um, yeah, I mean, we we I feel like we should be in a higher position because of these very avoidable mistakes that have been happening, uh, and these goals that we've been conceding. It's it's just been a bit too much for how we've been performing. I don't think we've gotten enough points based on you know the performances that we've put in. Um, so yeah, it's just about being a bit more disciplined at the back, avoiding incidents like that, and not you know conceding two goals in injury time and things like that. I think that's going to be the thing that really 
decides whether we get automatic promotion or if we have to fight through the playoffs. Yeah, that that makes sense. You know, um, so with this being said, you know the the defense struggling. This has an opportunity to be like you know once again another like three three two two game uh, at the Tombolato this this weekend because you know Chitadella. I think we've seen a lot of improvement in the attack. Uh, you know, you got Pandolfi up there. Uh, you know, Cassano has been very very well. Pitarello as well, and we haven't seen any transfer news. For Cittadella yet, although Andrea Magrassi is drawing interest from uh, from Lecco, I believe that's what I saw in the report. But uh, interesting fact, another uh, about this game against uh, Palermo this upcoming weekend. Corini is still winless against Eduardo Corini in the last four attempts. That is two draws and two losses, I believe. Um, I'll double check that. But do you think uh, this is finally the time where Corini? gets the better of uh, Guarini in this upcoming match on Saturday? Uh, well, I feel like the main thing for me is if Lucioni and uh, Ciaccaroni, our centre-back pairing, are going to be fit. And I'm confident in our attackers. Our midfielders have been performing really well as well. Um, it's just our back line, really, that's the biggest question for me. Um, if we have our main back line, uh, I would say I would say I'm pretty confident that we can win this uh, and not concede more than one goal this time. Um, but yeah, I think you know the goals that we've been conceding lately and the po points that we've thrown away is just from inexperienced you know defenders mainly. Um, but I feel like you know if we've got our best squad, um, we we can definitely we can definitely win on Saturday. Okay, yeah, I think uh, you know. I think I said this in the, the last podcast we did, and I don't think much has changed since when it comes to, you know, scoring the first goal in this match. I think whoever scores the first goal will, um, you know, really have a good say on the match. You know, both teams are very good, you know, like I just mentioned from the uh, the chart that I had with winning positions. You know, Cittadella, only four points dropped from winning positions, and uh, Palermo, only six points dropped. So, the first goal, I think, would be very, very crucial in deciding this. Um, but, you know, you've seen Cittadella go down early in the, in matches and always come back. So this will this is going to be a really good test to see who can, um, you know, deal with if there is a goal scored um, early on, you know, whether they have the character to go on. Yeah, I mean, it's... You know, it's not just the first game back after the break. It's fourth against fifth. So there's a lot of implications yeah. as to what can happen in the league in this game. So there's a lot of pressure on. So, you know, conceding the first goal will be a major blow to whichever team that happens to. Yeah, yeah. And we're expecting a good crowd at the Tombolato. Remember, last time at the, the Tombolato against these two teams, it finished in a 3-3 draw. Palermo coming back from two goals down to to win, to in winning position with three the two, and then Tommy Mastrello scored with the header. Uh, that ended up being a very high-attended game. Expect more of the same for this. I think the Satori Ospiti is completely full of Palermo fans. That's what I heard of. And some of the other Tribuna is going to be filled with some Palermo supporters. But I think it's going to be just a really good game to open up the year. Uh, it's a really crucial game, like you said, of uh, you know deciding where whether these teams could really um, you know push for the playoffs and really just to get the 
start off the year right because it has been three weeks since they played a professional uh, professional and you know competitive game. So I think it'll be very, very important. And just to see how the levels is because you know three weeks is that's a long time without playing a professional in a competitive environment. So it'll be very interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, because the break has been long. Uh, but just, you know, so much has happened. Um, so much has happened since we last played. So just seeing, you know, where we both are at the moment, whether we, you know, deserve to be as high up as we are and whether we can maintain that. Um, yeah, I feel, I feel like some of those questions will be answered this weekend. Yeah, yeah. So we enter the 20th match day of the Serie B season. We're currently officially one half of the way through the season we got on uh, Friday opening up the 2024 Serie B year we got Catanzaro hosting Lecco then on Saturday all at 2 p.m local time we got Modena hosting Brescia Bari hosting Ternana you obviously got Cittadella hosting Palermo uh, then you got Como against Spezia Sutirol against Fraupisalo then a little bit later at uh, 4.15 p.m. local is Pisa hosting Reggiana. Then on Sunday, you got Cremonese hosting Cosenza. Parma against Ascoli and then Venezia against Sampdoria. That should be a really, really big game for both sides, uh, Venezia and Sampdoria. But, you know, it's. Uh, do you have any prediction, final predictions or thoughts about this game on Saturday? Um. Well, I mean, I can definitely see both teams scoring. Um, you know, even if we do have our best back lineup, uh, I think, you know, with the way that Chitabella have been playing recently, you know, haven't lost a game since October, been scoring a good amount of goals. Uh, I, I believe he won 4 1 a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, uh, good spectacular. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that was a really good performance. Um, so, yeah, I can definitely see both teams scoring, but I think we'll just about edge it this time. That that's fair. I I could definitely see uh you know Chitadella losing this match. They've the last match against Ascoli that was the first time they were shut out since uh September against Como at home. And if I bring up the home points tally, Chitadella only need was one more win to equal their total points tally from where they were last season at home. You know after nineteen games at home. They had 23 points last season, and right now they have 20. They've been very good at home. Six wins, two draws, and two losses. Um, you know, the last loss coming against Cremonese, and that was the last league loss in the in the year, and that was to a very late goal by Franco Vasquez. So I think, you know, given that the there's you know, there's been a lot of time for the players and the coaches to think about this. Um, you know, I don't know how well they've been able to manage, you know, the playoff talk. There's been a lot of, you know, chatter of, you know, is this Chitarella uh, are back to their, you know, playoff winning ways as, you know, that they did a few seasons ago under Venturato. So I don't know how this will go. I think I'm going to go play it safe. Maybe a 1-1 draw would be fair. I think, you know, like you said, both teams could definitely are capable of scoring. Uh, defense, you know, obviously for, for Palermo, center backs, you know, questionable. Also with, you know, Chitarella, I don't know how they're going to come flat-footed, maybe on the on the front foot. I think, you know, 1-1 is a fair result. And, um, you know, we will, we shall see on Saturday. 
Yeah, I mean, one one's definitely a realistic score. Uh, if you had to ask me to predict a specific score, I would say 2-1, 3-1 Paloma. Just because of how many goals we've been scoring recently, I, I can see that continuing. We've definitely got very high quality forwards who I think if we did get promoted, I think at least, you know, two of our best front three would stay um, and, you know, continue to play in this area. That's the level that I'm confident they can play at. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, if we've got all our, all our best players, uh, or at least most of our best players, uh, definitely our two best centre-backs, uh, I definitely think we can win tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow, Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, hope, uh, I wish it was tomorrow, but uh, yeah. we still have to wait through this whole week. Uh, but yeah, yeah, l- like you said, I'm uh, I really think Palermo's front line is strong, you know, with Insigne, with uh, Di Francesco. So I, I think it's going to be a very good attacking display. You know, you'll see some saves, you'll see some attacking plays. Uh, I think we're in for a good game. But do you have any uh, final thoughts before we kind of wrap things up here? Um, I think I think everything's been covered well here. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, just as a reminder, Cittadella hosting Palermo this Saturday at the Stadio Pier Cesare Tombolato, 2 p.m. Italy time, uh, local time. That is an 8 a.m. Uh, 8 a.m. Eastern time in the United States, uh, 1 p.m. in the U.K. Currently, it's uh, fourth versus sixth. Well, it's sixth what the Serie B website officially says, but Cittadella only one point ahead of Palermo. Very important game. Uh, to open up this, the 2024 year for both sides. And, you know, just really hoping for a good game to set the tone. But, uh, Andrea, thank you for uh, taking the time to come on this podcast. I really appreciate it. Tell everyone where they could uh, follow you on Instagram and Twitter, all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, thanks again for having me. Um, yeah, we mainly operate from uh, Twitter. So it'll be at Palermo SC underscore UK. That's where you'll be able to find everything. Um, posted about you know, our, our activity in the transfer market recently. There will be some updates coming soon. Uh, yeah, one thing I did want to mention was uh, I saw something come up about Andrea Bellotti. He's currently at Roma. He used to play for us. Of course, uh, he was there last time we got promoted to Serie A. So there's, uh, there's rumours of us and Como being interested in him. Um yeah, there's a there's a couple of things that would need to happen. We would need to sell one of our strikers, and obviously he would want to come. He would have to want to come back to Serie B, which I'm not sure if he will. Um, That'd be fun. But yeah, enough. definitely a lot of exciting things. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah, or or maybe even uh, DiBala because I've seen you know there's a release clause that you could probably buy from him. But uh, yeah, that that would be it's fun to think about, and you know definitely possible. But uh, we'll see. But for uh, for us, thank you for listening. Uh, you could follow Chitikachu USA at Chitikachu USA on Instagram and Twitter, and follow our website on check out our website at chitikachuusa.com for more information, news, articles, all that stuff about AS Chitadella. Thank you for listening, Chitadella hosting Palermo this Saturday, thirteenth at uh, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Local Time. Thank you for me and Andrea here. I will see you next week. And as always, Forza Chita. Thank you for listening to the Chitgach USA show. If you liked it, please share and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Chitgach USA. See you next time. And remember, Forza Chita.